What's up, everybody? I'm Juan Antonio, and thank you very much for listening to Five Minutes of Faith. I know it's been a little while since I did a episode last. It's been about three weeks, but I've had a pretty, pretty busy last couple of weeks. Um, yeah, obviously Thanksgiving came up and then flew back uh, to Arizona just to fly back to the Bay Area to go on a camping trip with my parents. After that camping trip, uh, took the following weekend to just kind of settle in and do stuff around the house, do all of the honeydews, um, do a little Christmas shopping and, uh, you know, everything that goes along with uh, running a household. And um, yeah, so that brings me to here and now, and I'm super grateful to be able to do this uh, for you today. Uh, I want to start off just by saying thank you guys uh, very, very much for listening. Thank you for the support. And, you know, my wife, Nicole, always tells me that I should really stop calling this five minutes of faith because I always go past five minutes. So I found a workaround for this. And, uh, you know, I um, I was talking to like, you know, I, I felt like the the Holy Spirit had told me, you know, just call it five minutes of faith because we encourage you to spend at least five minutes a day with the Lord, whether it's reading the Bible, uh, prayer or in worship, just five minutes a day makes a huge difference. And, um, right around the time that I thought of that, uh, one of my mentors, Royal, uh, yeah, his, his name is Royal. It's actually pretty dope, right? Um, he was talking to to the me and the, the rest of the group that we have and he literally was like you know five minutes a day with the lord makes a huge difference so i was like whoa if that's confirmation or if that's not confirmation i don't know what is so let me uh be the first to share um this is called five minutes of faith because we encourage you to spend at least five minutes a day either worshiping, praying, or reading the Bible. So, ta-da, boom, problem fixed. Anyways, um, over the last couple of uh, weeks, Nicole's lip has been healing up really nicely. Um, We uh, haven't had any sort of uh, cancer scares or anything like that. so her next appointment isn't until or her next uh, scan isn't until March. So we're just kind of hanging tight and um, she has a dermatology appointment every three months just to make sure that there's nothing going on with her skin. So we're super, super grateful that she the, the side effects for the treatment are definitely going down. Her face isn't getting swollen anymore. She is back on a regular workout schedule. So thank the Lord and praise God for all that he does because we serve a God who restores. And that's exactly what I want to talk to you guys about today is we serve a God who restores. So with that, I'm going to share a very, very personal story with you. Um, And it has to do with my parents. So just to give you a little bit of context, I am the classic middle child. So Uh, Growing up, I was raised, uh, or I was raised by my parents, obviously, but I was raised with my older sister, who is actually my cousin that my uh, parents adopted, uh, my older brother, then there's me, and then there was my little sister. Um, We're all pretty, there's a pretty big age gap between all of us, except for my older sister and my older brother. But 
that's what, you know, that, that was a household that I was raised under. My older sister moved out to like, you know, pretty fast. So I was a classic, classic, classic middle child. And, um, because of that, you know, I always kind of grew up with like a little bit of a chip on my shoulder. And, um, to be honest, I thought of myself, uh, very highly because I, out of all the kids, you know, like I'm, I'm the one that gave them the least amount of troubles. <laughs> and my brother passed away in 2007. So every single time my mom and I would get into an argument or I would do something that wouldn't please my mom, she would turn around and say, you know, your brother would have never done that to me or your brother would have never said anything like that to me. And every single time she would say that it would just kill me. And it wouldn't literally, it would hurt my feelings um, because of the fact that her and I remember my brother very differently. So he was a good brother. He was a good son. He was a good father, a good husband, but he did have a past just like all of us. We had a past or we have a past, but, you know, his past was involved with uh, gangs, um, <laughs> drugs, guns. Um, and I grew up around all that. And every single time she would say something like that, I would never, like, tell her off. But I wanted to say, you know, it's funny that you say that, but how many times have you gone to see me in jail? And I, to this day, I would never say that to her. Um, but I would think that all the time. So finally, it got to the point where I just, you know, I and every time I would try to talk to both my parents about it, because my dad uh, always favored my little sister because she's the baby. Right. So every single time I would try to talk to them about it and then the way they treated me differently than uh, my brother and my sister, it was always like an argument. And my parents would both get extra loud and not even hear me out. So. What I did was I got creative and I wrote them a letter. You know, I let them know how much I loved them, how much I appreciated them, but I wanted to let them know how they had made me feel all these years. And that was not a very good idea at the time. Um, weeks passed by, didn't hear anything. Then finally around Thanksgiving, because I didn't want things to get awkward when I flew, when I would fly in to visit them, I sent them a text and I said, Hey guys, I know you guys got my letter because I sent it UPS certified. <laughs> and, um, they, he, <laughs> my mom calls me and just curses me out. Like, and if, and then you would have to know my mother in order to like, know, like, duh, of course she's going to call you and curse you out. So my mother called me and cursed me the heck out. And that was what I was expecting. But the one thing that she said, and I stopped her, is she said, you know, you did that just to be mean and out of spite. And I said, Mom, I don't care if you curse at me. Like, I grew up, you know, in a household where you, you curse all the time. But you know that you've raised me better than that. And if you think that I did that maliciously just to be mean, then you don't know me at all. And that was the only comment I made. And, you know, I went over there for Thanksgiving, went over there for Christmas, and it was still, you know, pretty, uh, you know, it's just awkward. You know, it's, it was just like walking on eggshells the whole time for me. And a few months passed, but every single time I would see my parents call, I would answer. 
every single time I would get butterflies in my stomach. I, I'd get, uh, my stomach would start like, you know, like tense up and it's like, oh, I really don't want to get this, but I'm going to because they're my parents and I'm going to respect them. Um, finally, right around April, things started getting better and like our relationship got a lot better. My, both of my parents, like I noticed a big change in them and I'm like, okay, so the prayers are working and all this, you know, like, oh, thank God, you know? And, um, right around that same time, I was looking for an SUV because, you know, I I've started going to the Home Depot a little bit more. I drove a Dodge Charger and you can't fit a lot of stuff from a hardware store in a Dodge Charger. Everybody knows that, right? So I started looking around for an SUV or a truck and that was around the time that car prices were ridiculous. So... Uh, I was literally in my parents' house. I looked out at the driveway and I, I I felt the Lord say, just buy, offer to buy the Jeep from your parents. So I told them both. I said, okay, mom, dad, you guys are having a really hard time getting in and out of the Jeep. It's literally just sitting there uh, collecting dust. So I'd like to buy it from you. I'll give you guys 10 grand up front. And then I'll pay you 300 bucks a month for the next five years and we'll call it even. And both of them said, okay, let us talk about it. And I like, okay, cool. If you guys want to do it, great. If not, I get it, you know? Um, so my mom calls me a couple of days later and she says, your dad and I talked and just give us 10 grand and we're even. I said, perfect. A couple of days pass by. My mom calls me again and says, you know, I've been talking to your dad and we just want to give you the Jeep. And I was like, wait, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You know, like wanting to fight them on it. Where I was like, no, let me give you something. I'll give you guys cash. Like right now, let me just do something. And I had a really, really hard time accepting that. And I even like talked to my therapist about it. And I was like, you know, like I'm having a really hard time accepting this really, really generous gift from my parents because in my life, I haven't really like received anything like that from anybody <laughs> um and then you know my therapist says well do you feel that there's going to be strings attached I said no absolutely not they just want to give it to me and then he said so it sounds to me like it's like a pride thing where you you don't want to let go of everything they said and done and like this might be you you probably think that this is their way of making up for all that and I was like maybe and then he said um well how would that make your parents feel do you think for them to give that to you and I said well it would make them really really happy and he said so you want to let your pride get in the way of receiving a great gift but more importantly of making your parents really really happy and does that sound like like a man of God and at that point I was like okay He's right. Like it's, it's my pride. That's not allowing this to happen and me not wanting to let go of the things from the past either. <laughs> Isn't it amazing how it works? So finally I, I just decided to accept it. And like I, like I said earlier on the podcast, we had a great camping trip with my parents. I was able to, uh, give them the camping trip that they wanted all expenses paid other than food and gas because they weren't allowing me to pay for the food and gas but everything else 
came out of my pocket. And it was such a good, good feeling. Not just that I was able to afford that, so, but thank the Lord for, for the provision for that. But the fact of the matter is that God restored our relationship. But that would have never, ever happened if I had wouldn't have made the decision to express how I feel. If I had made the decision to address what was eating me up inside, if I hadn't made the decision to swallow my pride and let go. You see, facing problems dead on is going to cause some pain. It's going to cause some awkwardness. It's going to cause you to suffer for a little while. Those five months of awkwardness with my parents were brutal. (laughs) But I'll tell you what, if it wasn't for those five months, I would not have prayed as much as I did. I would not have healed the way that I am healed now. Mine and my parents' relationship now could not be better. Like I'm at that that point now where my parents are truly like one of my best friends. Real talk. And let me give you some Bible here. So 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 10 says, In his kindness, God called you to share in his eternal glory by means of Jesus Christ. So after you have suffered a little while, he'll restore, support, strengthen you, and he will place you on a firm foundation. So yes, even though doing the right thing and sending my parents that letter hurt and it hurt like it hurt them for a little while, it it hurt our relationship for a little while. And I suffered and they suffered because of that. It was still the right thing to do because that was my way of letting go of the past and trying to move on and establish a better relationship with them. You see, we get so comfortable of being in, 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 in a rut or we get so comfortable of just staying on that hamster wheel that when we get off, it's like, Whoa, what what do I do now? What do I do now? And it's going, it's, it's going to cause some pain, some confusion, Um, shoot, I questioned myself for a while, like I should not have written that letter, but now I am so glad I did because mine, like I said, mine and my parents' relationship could not be better. And I relied so much on God after that to restore our relationship that I would, if I had to do it again, I would write that letter again. Because that forced me to get on my knees and pray. Get on my knees and pray to God to restore mine and my parents' relationship. And like I said, relying on him led to mine and my parents having the best relationship that my parents and I have ever had. And the best part about it is that this is during their golden years. You know, both of my parents are getting old. They tell you exactly how they feel and it's like raw and uncut, but I like get to enjoy that time with them. 
we're all here on earth for a limited amount of time. So I encourage you today, have those awkward conversations, have those tough conversations with your loved ones, but do it out of a place of love. Do it out of a place of wanting to restore things and genuinely wanting to better the relationships. So let me encourage you today. Have the tough conversations and rely on the Lord. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, can we come to you today and we just want to say thank you. I want to say thank you, Lord, for all these listeners. Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing through this podcast. Thank you for what you're doing in every single one of these listeners' lives, Lord. Thank you, Father, for who you are. Thank you, Lord, that you are the God who restores. That even though we suffer for a little while, Lord, you restore. Thank you that you are a firm foundation. Lord, thank you for giving us the right steps to be able to build that foundation, that foundation of obedience to you, reliance on you, and having the faith in you, Lord, and having the faith in you and you alone and not our own understanding. Thank you, Father, for everything. Lord, I pray for every single one of these listeners to um, have a great holiday with their parents, to have a great Christmas with their mom, dad with their family members that they don't get along with, that you restore those relationships, Lord, in a way that only you can, in a way that you did with my parents and my relationship, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for everything. Thank you that you hear our prayers. Thank you, Father. We love you and we submit to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, everybody, thank you very, very much for listening. If you have any prayer requests, please feel free to text your prayer request at 888 888- 3940184 again that's 8883940184 all right y'all remember rate subscribe and um, share this podcast if you enjoy it thank you very much for listening love you all god bless peace